Welcome to the podcast, Eye for Talent, the show where you've got an eye for talent. I'm your host, Dylan, aka DJ Serial Sauce. I'm a YouTube content creator, Twitch streamer, producer, probably a couple of other things that I can't seem to think about, but all the links are in the description that prove that I do a lot of things. Uh, and joining me is Chikara Plays, aka Chikara, aka whatever else he wants to be called. That's now the third time I've made that joke. I don't want to hear none of you motherfuckers coming into my comments saying anything. Uh, he. <laughs> I'm not funny. He's a he's a part-time streamer. He's a drummer. He once had a passion for making EDM music and never committed because uh, music production production is expensive and learning music production in the early 2000s um, didn't happen. And uh, also the owner of probably the sexiest tattoos I've ever seen. I straight off cap. Don't you? Well, well no. Like Hold on. Cause, let's get into this now. Hold on. Because here's the thing. I there. Let me think. The only people who have tattoos that i let me think because i have all of my friends and i can say that i have the most tattoos of all of them and then i go into your streams and especially because of the angle of the camera i'm just like wow like I, people who have like a like not like a sleeve <laughs> but like an almost sleeve where ever like uh there's portions being covered everywhere i'm like i'm into that that shit's fire yeah <laughs> no i'm I'm, uh, I'm i'm covered and i i don't plan to stop i <laughs> i will I will go until I am completely head to toe in tattoos, except, uh, except the face. Not doing the face. <laughs> yeah, I might do the sides of the head a little, but other than that, no. Yeah, this is, is it's weird. I was actually having this discussion with my coworker right before I left work today because she has a tattoo of a Japanese character, like on that like bone behind the ear. And I've it's got I've got one right there as well, my right ear. Ah, God. it's S one one seven from Halo. It's, it's honestly, it's easy. <laughs> It's 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 an easy tattoo. You do not feel it. I promise you, you do not feel it. Really? Huh? Maybe it's just because of the yeah, way that I'm it's... perceiving it. I think I have a weird perception of them because I have a, I had a coworker many years ago when I was working at a different place that had a rose, you know, right behind his ear, and he told me that he had like a headache for three days straight because of the constant vibrations against your skull. <laughs> well, it, it depends. I mean, I I I didn't get the actual bone bit done. Uh, so you know the fleshy part just underneath the ear between your jawline and the skull. So you'll find a little fleshy bit in there. Oh, ow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I had mine done. Like, oh. it's just right underneath the earlobe. And it just says S117 because I'm a huge Halo fan. That's so. respectable. That, that's, a, that's a spot <laughs> that I could still be seeing kind of painful. Or um, if it's, or if my little sister's boyfriend's asking, it's a prison tag. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta scare him somehow. Well, I was, that, I was, I was about to say, what kind eight. of lie are you trying to, like, pose to this I'm person? I'm five foot eight, you know? I gotta scare him so. <laughs> 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 fair enough uh okay f- yeah fair enough um honestly i wasn't gonna i was well i was like 50 50 i'm bringing up the tattoo thing and the only reason that i did is because i got another one on saturday and it's only gonna kind of show because of the blurring effect Ooh, um, that looks nice it's very nice shouts out the guy uh he's <laughs> he does not speak native english and that was a fun time well that's the thing with tattoos like did that did that area hurt for you did you find it hurt um oh no not not as bad no i mean i have a bunch under my arm i have a bunch on this arm i have some on my shoulders yeah. i've got one right here this one this one wasn't god damn it my mic's in the way this one wasn't too bad um <laughs> oh it looks sick yeah it's very nice i also have another one but i might get hold on it's like a it's like a little it's wave on the chest yeah on i got chest, yeah. yeah i got one on my left side of my chest there as yeah. well and that no, one, that one <laughs> there's a lot I, I can't really walk through all of my time <laughs> All of them mean something, like, even, like, up here, like, 
Yeah. One of my best friends before I got this top one done was like, you need to stop wearing vests because the fact that you're covered in this side and then you've just got this naked side here. It's like, <laughs> you need to stop wearing vests. I'm like, I can't help it. It's hot as shit, man. I need to wear a vest. Yeah, fair enough. I was actually thinking of covering up, like doing like a half sleeve, I think they would call it. Like, you know, from from the bottom of where this one ends, basically to here is where I was thinking. But I'm like, I don't, what would yeah. I do? I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing a lot of people are like um oh i don't know what to get i'm like to be honest i'm gonna be perfectly honest about this i'm quite impulsive with my tattoos <laughs> so like i i i'll look at something i'll go that looks fucking sick i'll think on it for a few weeks and then if i if i still like it in a few weeks i'll get it a few weeks later roll around i'm like i'm getting it <laughs> yeah fair <laughs> that's enough. literally my whole thought process and yeah. there's always a meaning behind it for me it's yeah. the thing with tattoos like I have a big passion for them, that's why I keep getting them. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, we'll we'll jump off this topic in a second, but the way that I think about it is like for everyone that I have, it either has a personal meaning or every single one of them that doesn't have a personal meaning has an overarching meaning. But yeah, it, it's a big philosophical thing that I heard from a guy who's a chef, where he's like, I I'm not going to regret these tattoos when I'm older because who I used to be and who I was when I got them is just as important as who I am now. Looking back on them. Exactly. That's exactly my view. I have a lot of um, family members, specifically, because I'm the black sheep of the family. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, my, my family does not have tattoos. My mom, my dad, my brother, my little sisters just started getting them. Uh, just to say a big F you to the rest of the family like I did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm the black sheep of the family with all my tattoos and uh, piercings and stuff. And they're like, what, what about when you're older? Are you gonna, uh, are you going to regret them? I'm like, no. Like, I'm going to look They're fucking sick me. when I'm older. They are me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look like the coolest fucking grandpa ever when I'm older. Yeah. Like, you ain't, you ain't going to come to me with that. No. <laughs> yeah. And I think a, a, a part of it, like, I, I this is an int- a question I'd be interested to examine with other people who I know. I wonder how much of it is, like, a culture thing, just because of, of, like, the countries that, like, somehow I always make everything about, like, a country difference, but it's like, I'm in America, and you're very obviously not. <laughs> and so like, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's a, yeah. I wonder if there's like a culture difference just over there or if it is almost strictly a family uh, thing. Yeah. It's, it's quite a big culture thing here for some, for some reason, like and, until about, um, let's say three or four years ago, hand tattoos were like a, a no, no, like hand and finger tattoos were no, no. Whereas I, so when, when I got mine done, what was it? How old was it? I was about 20. I was sorry. No, I was I was about twenty, just just coming up to my twentieth birthday when I got my hand tattooed, um, which is around six years ago now. Um, and my mom was like, you, "I can't believe you got your hand done. How are you going to get jobs?" I'm like, "I'm an engineer. They don't care. <laughs> do not give a shit. <laughs> they do not give a shit. I'm an engineer." And fast forward three years, two or three years, every person and the mom has hand tattoos now, and it's like, there you go. Because yeah. so many people get full sleeves here. Like yeah. you walk, I'll walk around like towns or cities and you'll see so many people with full sleeves. Or even some people with throats and stuff done. It's like, it's a thing. It's, it's yeah. a part of our culture now. You can't help it. Yeah, I think so. I, had a, I had a similar situation happen where my, where my... I think when I got my first one, my parents were like, aren't you concerned about jobs that you're going to get? Because the first one that I got was more obvious than the ones my parents got. My mom got one on her foot. My dad got one on his bicep. The first one I got was this one on my wrist. And then... <laughs> I got a few more at the at the at the last job I was working at, and then I got went to my next job, and I was thinking like, oh, I wonder how that's going to affect it. And the guy who interviewed me, I swear to God, was like 
probably 75% to the level that you're at. And I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm chilling here. They do. They, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. When I went to the job on that, now the interview, I was, I, I looked at the, my, the owner of the company. I went, he's not going to turn me away for tattoos. Right. Cause he really, he was in like his, like he's in like his seventies now. And oh. I just looked at him and went, Oh no. And then <laughs> I started talking to him and he was like, Oh, you got some really nice ink there. I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I got this job instantly. <laughs> I got a, I got a call a week later. You got the job. <laughs> yes, that's sick. So yeah, they they don't care. Yeah, fair it's, enough. Hell yeah. Depends on your profession. Yeah, and that's even sick. even then, I I think ideally or arguably most of the time they just don't care anymore. So that's kind of just the yeah, age yeah. that we live in right now. So that's good. Um, unless you're in like Japan that really do not like toes. Yeah, and even even then, it's like um. Like I feel like they'd be more restrictive in terms of like, yeah, it's it's a whole culture thing for them though, which and they're they're getting better about it. I understand. Yeah, they're getting it's it's a slow process, but they are getting better about it. Yeah, Um, they they're they're where we were about thirty four years ago. That's where they are now. Oh yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But we, we, pro- we probably should sometimes <laughs> we probably should move on. <laughs> we probably- we've got it. We what? Hold on. Here's the thing. The other podcast that I do, we we used to rant on for like ten minutes about just just bullshit before we got into the topics. But we were also there for two hours, so it makes sense. But no, yeah. Um. So I just want to jump right in and just basically go over. I, I guess honestly, across the two main passion talents that I'm interested in, which is like being a part time streamer as well as being a drummer or like previous and whatnot. Um, how did you get started and like, like how long ago was it under what circumstances did it occur? Like what kind of happened then? Um, so you want me to start with the drumming? Cause that's probably the earliest part. Probably the chronological order. Yeah. Yeah. So drumming, I started in year seven. So around just the start of high school for you guys, maybe. Oh. Um, so about 11 years old, I think. 11, 12. Yeah. 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 So I, I started around 11. Uh, and it's only because I was, I, I had major anger issues. <laughs> My music teacher yeah. at the time, because it's, for, when I was in school, it was curriculum. You had to do music for two years. Um, Fuck. Yeah, it was, it's fucked. Everybody's on keyboards and everything. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm pissed off. I'm not doing this. I'm My pissed music teacher looks at me and go, I got the thing for you. Drags <laughs> me into a separate room and go, bang on them for about an hour. And then we'll call it. I was like, okay. Good yay. start. <laughs> um. And ever ever since that day when I was in school, I went from like after school, lunch times, break times, all of my spare time at school. I never I never hung out with friends. I didn't really have many, so I was like, I'm gonna go keep learning the drums. <laughs> so and then it, that's how I sort of got into playing drums. I I started off basic rock beats, not the normal stuff, off off beats sort of thing, uh, off beat rhythms, anything like that. I started off at, um, and I picked up. I picked up my first rock beak within about an hour, an hour of playing, um, and it was. It was basically. I, I that's how I spent the first three years of my high school was doing that, and it was just learning and learning and learning, until about three years into high school, they bought a brand new drum kit as well, and one of my mates at the time was like, "Have you ever heard of metal?" <laughs> for heavy metal i was like i've heard some things what are you trying to say here uh, and he's like well how fast do you think you can play that bass drum i was like not that fast 
<laughs> so <laughs> we we looked though. We looked over into the other room and went. I'm having that. <laughs> Started dragging this ba- the the second bass drum into the music the other drum room. Oh yeah. With the bass pedal itself and having two separate bass drums on each side. Uh, and then we just started jamming. I proper. I started playing um, double bass. So I started picking. I started listening to songs, picking up how they were doing it, and because I couldn't read music. And there's one thing I was never taught was how to read <laughs> to play drums. So I just did it by ear. Um, so a lot of it was like my, my the first song I ever learned how to play was um, "New Divide" by Linkin Park. That was sort of my first song, which is the Transformers soundtrack. Um, and then I just sort of gradually got heavier and heavier and just to the point of death metal sort of <laughs> music. How long did that transition um, period take? You're like, you're like, let me start here. It's been uh, six days. Well, well I started because my music tastes were always kind of like rockish. Like with, I don't know why, but I started off on Busted. Like the band busted, and then worked my way up from Green Day, my uh, my Chemical Romance, and it, over the course of about seven years, eight years, it just got heavier, and I was like, "This is fucking sick, I'm <laughs> loving this." Hell um, yeah. But yeah, it was the funniest part about that whole experience of uh, playing drums and playing double bass was there was a there was a couple of kids that were older than us. Uh, and they also liked playing the drums. And they walked into that second drum room, looked at the drum kit, saw the bass drum was missing. They're like, what happened like, here? What the fuck's going? Yeah, <laughs> like, because they they just played like normal rock stuff. And they looked over, heard heard just just literally the whole of the bass drums, and was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Walked into the room and just saw me fucking long hair moshing out while slamming on a shitload of drums no like he started after us what the fuck is he doing who gave him the second bass drum who the fuck yeah and then they just shot the, the way they just sort of looked at us as as i was just there fucking um double basing they're like where did he learn this how is he doing this i was like i it, it was just so funny to me <laughs> Watching people older that came in, um, or that started before me as well, and came in, I like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> it was just completely, it was hilarious to me, <laughs> looking back on it at least. <laughs> Fair. That's a good start. But yeah, it's, um, my thing with it was, it was, it was always, like, it was an outlet for anger issues because I, I had very, very severe anger issues as a kid. And it was a very good outlet. Uh, smacking on a shitload of drums as hard as you can for anything from an hour to two, three hours a day really helped. Because I always, I was, I was always allowed access to the drum room. I, I literally just went to the teacher and went, look, I'm going in there. And they're like, yeah, no worries. My mate would come in, he was a bassist, so he would start fucking jamming out as well. It was it was a good time. And that's how I spent my whole high school days. Because <laughs> um, I, I was one of the emo kids in high school. I never really had too many friends. <laughs> I was. Fucking hair down past my, like, like down past my pecs. Yeah. And it was, it was long. <laughs> Straightened it every day before school because I got naturally curly hair. It was a, a it was a process. <laughs> oh, it is, it is. 
That's why I've gone through. I've gone. I've got. I've gone into my elegant emo phase now. Yeah, you're like you're <laughs> like I've toned it back a little bit. And yeah, it's just like um, just now it just applies to like everywhere instead of just your hair. Yeah, I've basically a lot of people look at me and go, "Yeah, it doesn't listen to metal." And then I put on like bands like Parkway Drive, Bring Me the Horizon, Reed Lake, or even uh, a band called Suicide Silence, and they're like, "No, what I... the? He does not look like it." <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to me seeing people's reactions. Like, what the hell? I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that's always a good time. I feel like I. I... I like shocking people. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I think when I was in like high school, I had this idea. It wasn't it's it wasn't music related, but for some reason, I had this idea where I was like, "How funny would it be if I like if I met somebody over the internet and the first time I got, they got in a call with me, like a voice call, uh, I had like a British accent, and then like a year down, and I just kept faking it for like a year, and then they finally video call me and they see my face and they're like, "You don't sound like you're British," and then I talk in my regular accent, and they're like. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have issue with it, but it's always really what's the word? Uh, cringy to to hear an American doing a British accent. <laughs> when we when we hear it, we're like, oh, that's 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 not how we speak. Yeah, as a person who listens it, to a it, lot of British like media, I have like everyone and their mother, including my own mother, will try and do that, and I'm like. Just like, yeah, just, just back up. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a lot. Um, but <laughs> me and my friends are always, we have Ameri- we have a lot of American friends or Canadian friends now. Yeah, uh, and it's like <laughs> they try and give it a go, and it's like, no, you're sounding, you're sounding like you're too posh. We don't, none of us sound like we're from Downton Abbey. We're you not sound like, like a that. cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You sound like a cartoon character. Stop. Yeah, the I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to do it here. I don't know when I am going to do it, but I, the moment I realized where I might have a more convincing British accent than other people is when I checked my I got my genealogy report back and found out that 67% of me is from like northwestern like or uh hold on, where is it? I can pull it up really quickly. Like 67% of my genealogy comes from like Wales. I'm like, "Okay, that's a good start." But oh yeah, Wales. Yeah, fit well, fifth hold on, let me think. But then they gave me an update and I have the picture right here. Um, forty-eight percent from England and northwestern Europe, eighteen percent from Ireland, thirteen percent from Wales, seven percent from Scotland, and then a couple of other things. But the second point when I realized that it might be more convincing is when I realized, like a year and a half ago, that sometimes, uh, people you you've heard of people sleep talking. I talk in a yeah, British yeah. accent when I sleep, and I'm and it's it, it's not a bit. I swear to God, like it's something because. The my, the way my brain works is sometimes it'll trick me into thinking that that I'm doing something that I do regularly. So driving my car, going to work or something. And so as a result, that usually involves somebody trying to talk to me and I'll try and oh, talk back yeah. to them and I'll talk in a British accent in my sleep. <laughs> and I tell people that and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't I don't know what to tell you, dude. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> I have a very like similar thing. Not like I I I have the whole thing of like when I sleep because I do sleep talk. I don't snore. I sleep talk. Yeah. Because I had to do a sleep test a while about a few months ago, and they said, "Yeah, you talk in your sleep a lot." I was like, "Oh, okay." okay. Uh, and it's always me doing like like thinking I'm doing actions like playing games or something like that. Yeah. In fact, I had a whole conversation um, with someone when I was asleep, and they. He said, 
what, why were you talking to me about Spinosauruses and Stegosauruses? Oh, I was like, yeah. I must have been, I must have been playing Ark in my sleep because <laughs> I literally played Ark as Survival Evolved that night, and I went to sleep, and then apparently I was talking about them in my sleep. So yeah, I, I do get that. I get what you mean. Yeah. The whole accent thing. Yeah. What the fuck. <laughs> I think what it is is a part of me wants to. Um, a part of me likes the, so a part of me has always wanted to be into voice acting. So I've always tried doing miscellaneous accents, but I like, I use yeah. my brain more when I try and figure out how an accent works. And so, and like, um, yeah. the way that I describe it is I feel like my British accent is like a weird hybrid of a British and an Australian. Cause it'll just like the dial will go back and forth depending on certain words that I say. Um, yeah, you find that with some accents. <laughs> um, like if if I tried to do Irish, it, it it sort of tails off into Aussie, and vice versa. If I try to do Aussie, it tails off into Irish. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, so it's very weird. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, um, at any point in time, did you ever have you ever or did you ever consider picking up another instrument after the drums or were you just like this is my thing i'm gonna stick with it um i the triangle <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No. what uh, <laughs> what <laughs> i'm kidding you're just like i have anger issues you're just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just thought uh, it's my humor. I'm sorry. No. Um, originally, I was looking at into bass because I love bassline music as well. So I, my my music is very broad. Yeah, it's not just metal, rock and stuff. It's very broad. So I, I love bass, like heavy bassline music as well. Um, and a lot of it was. Um, with with bass lines, it's it's almost like it's a bass guitar that's doing a lot of the notes, but it's all consistent notes. Um, and that's how I sort of see bass line music. How I picture it in my head, at least. So learning a bass because with drums, it's the backbone of music. Having yeah. a beat, having drums, it's the backbone. Having a good bassist or bass line uh, behind a track or uh, a music a uh, uh, song, it's normally Normally, that bassist can take it up and down notches. It can it it flows the music. Does a bass guitar? It provides the structure it, and the stability. It yeah, <laughs> it's the structure behind it. Uh, there was also a point where I was like, I want to learn guitar, but I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. No. <laughs> I might be dexterous with my hands, my fingers. I just no. They just <laughs> they don't like work. They're like a... yeah, <clears throat> I'm 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 kind of stuck in. Like, because obviously I used to play games as well back then, so I was kind of stuck in claw grip. I couldn't, because <laughs> I, I used to play controller on claw grip because of like trick shotting and stuff in Modern Warfare Two. So it's <laughs> stuff like I was, I was always playing claw. Or if I, when I went to PC, even now in PC gaming, I still, I still play claw a lot of the time. Yeah, it's just it's just a habit. I can't help it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I, bass bass guitar would have been the one I went for if I did want to learn something again. Um, plus I do, I do love the sound of a good, uh, a good slap bass. Oh, hell yeah. Of course. Yeah. It sounds, sounds dope. It does. I have a friend who's <laughs> into the bass and like the obvious joke is that especially depending on the genre, the bassist is just kind of standing there like half falling asleep. 
but I have a friend who learned bass and understands music theory and he's in a band and that motherfucker can slap on it. Like it is, it is, it is fantastic. The kinds of things he can pull it's off. It's so nice. It's, I don't know why, but for me, it's, it's almost therapeutic to listen to or to watch us like to someone slap bass. It's like, Oh yeah. I think it's like, it's um, good. I think because they're playing single notes, you can like hear the intric- intricacies of everything. Yeah. You can like hear yeah. it go up and down and whatnot. Yeah, and it's because it's single notes. It just sort of the way it flows and structures together is it take it takes an art form. Like whereas guitar, you have all the strings that that can make different chords, different notes. With bass guitar, it's playing the singular notes or like double notes together to to structure a song, which is why I, I think it's amazing. Yeah, I I when I listen to a song, the first instrument I hear is obviously drums because of my drumming background my bit uh, and yeah. it's, i always love a beat I'll, if, if a song's got a good beat i'll listen to it doesn't matter what genre if it's got a good beat i listen to it and then the second thing i'll listen out for is a bass if there is a dope bass in there or a bass line it's got me i don't even care about the riffs that, that song's <laughs> got me yeah <laughs> no that's great i love that um when you were first so hold on okay this question can either apply to either when you were first getting into playing the drums or it can kind of expand to when you finally um, started paying a lot of attention to how you were playing and trying to get a lot better. What did you find to be some of the hardest things to understand and get down and be good at? Because if I had to guess, I would say it's either syncopative rhythm or some degree of improv, depending on the genre that you're playing, maybe. Um, mostly improv for me. Um, because the thing is, I was, I was listening out for other, like other drum beats or learning songs, um, and just listening out for like beats and songs, trying to replicate them, uh, and going, that's how I sort of learned how to play. It was by ear. So being, um, what was the word you used again? Sorry. Syncopative? Uh, no, the, um, Trying to make up my own stuff. Oh, basically. improv, yeah. Duh. Improv, <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the word. My bad. <laughs> my brain go no. Brain go burr. Nah. <laughs> yeah, improving was the bit I struggled with. I could do fills quite easily. So, like, like when you hear a, a snare drum just going off and then going around the drum set to sort of fill in, that I could do that. But trying to improv or make my own stuff out of the blue during a fill or just deciding not to listen to music and trying to play randomly i couldn't do that i I was stuck in i know this beat i can do this beat i can fill i can change the. i can chop and change the beat during different uh, choruses and verses so i can do that at different times and i can fill in between uh but doing actual drum solos um it was it was difficult for me it was just the way that I learned how to play. Uh, it never really fit well. Yeah. No, that uh, so if if I spent a lot more time trying to improv, like if I'd spent the next, the, like instead of listening to beats and trying to learn them, is uh, if I tried to make my own stuff for a good few months straight, I'd probably get the hang of it. Uh, and I'd probably be able to do my own, do my own things, my own rhythms and, uh, make shit up randomly on the fly, like a lot of drummers do. Um, 
but yeah that's for me that was one thing that i really struggled with um uh, again like I, I was supposed to do one thing when i was in school i was supposed to go on stage at one point and play with because there was a guitarist and a bassist that i knew and we were supposed to play the song carrion by parkway drive but my complete and utter social anxiety kicked in and I just got a massive bout of stage fright. I was like, yeah, this isn't happening yeah, for I'm me. Good, you fine. guys can go up and do it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they went up and did it by themselves and it sounded dope. But I was like, I really want to play the drums. But I know damn well, if I mess up, I can't look at the guitarist like all the basses because normally there's a, there's a running joke in playing drums is if you mess up, um, just carry on like normal and stare angry at the bass uh, uh like very angry at the, uh, angrily at the bassist <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's normally what you do but in that case uh, you're, like, you're like i can't do that no i can't do that there's only three of us <laughs> if there was more of us then i could do that but if it was three of us i was like if i fuck up i'm, I'm, I'm dead on the water here yeah <laughs> yeah no that makes sense um So this question, I guess, was kind of partially answered earlier, but what are some of the your favorite songs and genres that you've like, uh, like learned to play for, uh, and then like your least favorites of those as well, if that applies. Um, so genres is very very wide spectrum. Um, I I learned songs from all different spectrums, like dubstep. Um, drum and bass, metal, heavy metal, death metal. Most of it was like rock and metal orientated because it was it was easier to get the grip the grips off. You could listen to it, and that's about that's sort of where you could go. You could listen to it, get it, and then keep retrying. Whereas drum and bass or dubstep, it was a bit more difficult, especially if it was going uh, three times, four times speed. Yeah. You're like, okay, this is because that's that's a different um that's a different sort of way of playing you can do it um and, but it's very difficult to do like i find at least i found it very difficult it's it's a way of speed playing um so if a, if a dubstep song just went absolutely ham or it went really brutal during the chorus uh or the breakdown it would it's very difficult to keep up if it's at three times speed or four times speed yeah. Uh because there's a way to use the sticks where it would um don't think I actually have any drumsticks with me. I do actually have a pair around here somewhere, but I don't know where they are. <laughs> I think uh, I don't know where you're going with this, but if I had to guess it's probably something to do with the way that like you can make the stick basically bounce off the snare twice. Yeah, yeah, it, that's that's it. That's the that's exactly it. And you can do it as fast as you can and it's it's I couldn't get to grips on it. But yeah, it's a very um it's a very special technique to do it, and I just could not get my grips on it. I could play really fast, but anything past three times speed, I wish I struggled a lot. Yeah, there's like but a yeah. there's like an ongoing thing that I keep seeing every once in a while from this uh, YouTuber who I used to watch a lot, where it it was somebody playing the drums and trying to go up against the sheer insanity that can be machine created drum sequencing, essentially. Yeah, and and that's kind of also like a big part of it, where it's like dubstep music and music of that nature is also designed to be a lot more complicated in yeah yeah in, Which, in the percussion department kind of yeah yeah but i mean like I, my i'd say some of my favorites to learn were like heavy metal um 
on and death metal because it's so because of the double bass it adds a lot more variety to it so you could do you could go with like double bass one like one verse and then it just swaps off into a slower section where you only need one bass drum it's still pretty quick it might still be pretty quick but you only need one bass drum and then it goes back to the sheer volume of just on the fucking bass drum. Yeah. it's um but it was more of a complex but it was it was somewhat simplistic in a way, the way you could learn it yeah um some of my least favorite or oh, i never really i wouldn't really say i had a least favorite Unless it was like really soft, like pop music, you know, like ballads in pop music when they had like a really soft beat in the background. Yeah, I fucking hated that <laughs> because you had to use special dr- like if if you did, you had to use special drumsticks to do stuff like that, which were basically like bamboo sh- like shitload of bamboo shoots coming out of it, and that's how you would play. So oh. that would be your drumstick. It's a special kind of stick, and I did have a pair. I, just, I really hated playing with them. Because it feels wrong. I don't know why, but it feels wrong. Like, for me, a drum set is there to be absolutely smashed on. Yeah. And I, I love seeing a drum kit. Like, I don't like seeing a pristine drum kit. I like seeing one that's got dent marks in it, in, one, in like one section of it, and all sorts. I love seeing a battered drum kit. Yeah, it's also like, <laughs> it's, it's just, an, an, it's, it's an aesthetic thing as well. And granted, yeah, yeah, in your it's, case, it's like, this is the sign of somebody who knows how to throw the fuck down. But, yes yes very much yeah but on top of that it's like it also is just a look that you like and i respect that yeah it's it's very much a case of this guy knows what he's doing and he just goes nuts on it yeah like that's that's the way i see it and that it makes me respect people more i don't know why but if you're a drummer and you have you have a lot of fucking dent marks in your kit i respect you so much more <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing that I, I love seeing. I, I don't know why. I can't explain it too much. But yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's it's an aesthetic thing, and it's uh, they know how to throw down. Yeah, <laughs> that's sick. My kind of drama. Yeah. Um. I, okay. I guess this is also a question that you well you you like answered it, but you well you partially answered it in terms of one experience, but not necessarily as a whole. I guess. So, did you ever do drumming of any kind? with other people in a band style format for like a quote unquote extended period of time, like a few sessions Um, or were you, were you primarily spending a lot of your time just like learning and drumming in the background of songs that you found interesting or were you doing both? So I would say the majority of my time was solo. Um, so sorry. Um, so a lot of it was like solo, um, Learning, picking up rhythms, and trying to figure stuff out. Um, for example, like trying to learn songs and stuff. And then, like a good, I'd say maybe two years, uh, I had a mate that was like, "I'm learning to play bass. Can I come chill with you?" I was like, "Yeah." And then I had a guitarist that he he'd been learning for around he'd been playing for around six months, and he was like, "Can I come as well?" I was like, "Yeah, sure," because we were all part of the emo group, and we were all like, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, well." I'm down to chill with you guys. I know you. I'm good friends with you anyway. Uh, and they were like, yeah, sure. Uh, and then we just started learning songs together. Yeah. And just like like the song Carrion by Parkway Drive. Most of it was like Parkway Drive, um, Bring Me Horizon, and just songs of like really heavy metal nature. Yeah. Um, and they were, they were the songs we sort of played together. It was a case of we'd spend uh, hours doing it. As I said, I never went on stage with it. 
But it was a case of we'd sit there for hours, most days of the week, playing together like that. Um, and it was it was really nice not to be alone in there. Yeah. A lot of the, like, again. Uh, so I really did form a connection with playing with them like that. Because it would be a case of, we learned this song, and then we like, like, Carrion by Pikewood Drive, and then we're like, let's try, um... Alligator Blood by Bring the Horizon, or like it would, it would be like, let's try this song, and let's try this song, and then we'd learn like a good portion of the song. It's like, right, we know we could get the rest, but let's go on to the next song, and we we just constantly going back and forth between random songs, and it was yeah. there's a lot of fun to do. It's it I, I would always recommend um, playing songs uh, play like, if you are a drummer or if you are like a bassist or guitarist, find somebody that can play a different instrument to you and just jam out together it's so much fun to do yeah i have it brings a, a lot more variety oh absolutely yeah i have a so i have a friend the friend who i was talking about earlier who does bass he probably once a week ish um he and my friend they will they'll hang out and my friend plays the piano and well so my, my friend plays the bass and then our other friend who he would invite plays the piano and they would primarily learn to play like jazz type like type music or yeah. um yeah i don't know jazz is kind of the most accurate thing that i can equate it to and they would just do that and they do that again like once a week and they learn one portion of it and then they're like all right now that we have this portion down let's go move on to something else maybe that'll be better um but then next week they'll come yeah. back and they'll say okay we got the first portion of this song now let's work on the second portion and so they're almost like chunk yeah. they're almost like chunking out sections that they're doing for different songs and it was pretty cool and then on the flip side, I have a friend who plays the guitar and another friend who plays the bass and they kind of do the same thing. And actually, as of like last week, they wanted me to go and help them do drumming stuff, but not in the same way that you do it because we none of us have the money to do that. <laughs> so, but, I, so it is, I didn't. My school did. I didn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it is. Exp- I will say drums are very fucking expensive. Depending on what you go for as well, if you go for a standard uh, drum kit, a 10-piece, 15-piece, 20-piece, you can go as high as you want with the drum kit. It's whatever whatever sound uh, you think that you that, that fits. Like a, you can you can add a cowbell to drums, uh, and people use it. You can add a triangle to. You can add any sort of percussion to a drum kit, yeah. and people will do it. Yeah, or just like I think, I think there was a collection. I guess. Yeah. I can't remember which drummer it was, but uh, there was a. I think he was. Was he the drummer of the police uh, in the eighties, and uh, or Def Leppard? Uh, he used to have like a, a twenty-five piece drum set, and there'd be like cowbells on there, high like two sets of hi hats. Also, honestly, it's just covered, and you just look at it and go, "That's the dream." Because <laughs> the the actual. Um, the drummer, like uh, my music teacher at the school, I think I was about, I think I was only my second year into drumming. Brought a brought a drummer in to visit the school on a Saturday, so we all went. Like all of us, like drummers and like musicians, went in. Like people that actually wanted to play instruments went in, uh, and we talked to the guy. Turns out he's he was actually the drummer for Pink Floyd. What? What the hell? Yeah. That's. I think I think it was it Pink Floyd. Was it Pink? Uh, was it Maybe. Pink Floyd or Def Leppard? The reason I I mean I'm googling it right now because I was trying to see like yeah, I'm, I'm Google. I mean Pink Floyd <laughs> was formed in London. 
in the 60s, so I could believe it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was Nick Mason. What the fuck? That's insane. What was he doing so, there? Yeah. Like, what? why that of all he places? Just, he, he just brought, he, honestly, he just brought like a fucking 15-piece drum set. I was like, I want to see what the, what some of the young drummers have to offer. And then <laughs> I was like, all of us drummers went up there and we started playing like uh, pieces that uh, we thought sounded cool. Yeah. And then there was me that was popping off with a double uh, a double step beat, <laughs> which is like tapping to a uh, double tap on the hi hat um, sort of beat. So instead of uh, yeah, it's, it's all like double tapping on the hi hat and then drumming like that. Oh uh, yeah. So you've got yeah. So it's like that's it's that's how I sort of I, I just sort of showed off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it was it was really like. When I got home, because my nana was looking after me that day, I got home and my nana was like, "So how did you? Uh, I do enjoy it." I was like, "Oh, it was it was the drummer from Pink Floyd." My nana went absolutely ballistic so at me, you, like, "What? Why wasn't I invited? Why wasn't I there?" Because <laughs> she was a massive metalhead, apparently, which I found out that day. Yeah, that's so. Uh, that was that was fucking cool. That is one of my uh, favorite experiences. That yeah, that's pretty sick. It's probably one of those things that like a lot of people wouldn't like. Um... The drummer of Pink Floyd, I'm sure, is probably one of those things that people would kind of not be as hyped up about at a baseline. Um, no, um, no. But. <laughs> I, I it depends on your music genres, like what you're into, I guess. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, if, like if, the the way that I look at it is, it's like everyone knows Pink Floyd is a big, like a big group, like they're popular, very yeah, popular. Yeah. So people would be yeah. like, you know, that's cool, but I don't think people would um, be nearly as hype about. Like it wouldn't strike them nearly as hard if you said, the, if you like just dropped the guy's name or something, um, yeah, yeah. Or hell, maybe you, honestly, maybe even if you just said the drummer from Pink Floyd, that p- people would be like, they probably have the reaction. I did. It's like, it's like, what the hell was he doing there? <laughs> yeah, it's that, that, it, that was my reaction. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell is he doing? Because I don't live in a very big area. Like it's a small town. Yeah. It's just, uh, uh, unless the teacher knew him or something like that, I was like, "How the fuck did he get it? What the hell?" <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to be honest. I had a I had a lot of fun with it, um, and it was it was an absolute freaking honor. Yeah, that's crazy, absolute honor. That's dope as hell, so, honestly. Yeah, fuck it, I love that. <laughs> um, all right, it's it's time to everyone for everyone's favorite question. So you 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 prefaced this right at the or right before the recording, indicating that you didn't really have an answer for this for the drumming side of it. But it's still a thing that I want to ask most people. I forgot the last person that I interviewed. Well, not the it doesn't matter. Uh, somebody who looks in on what you do and like somebody listening to this podcast for the first time, they're like, oh, he's a part time streamer. He used to be a drummer. He does all these things. You tell them I spent this much money on this thing. They look at you and go, what the f- why? What the fuck? What do you, what is that for you? Um, so right now it's, uh, as of right now, it's my stream setup, whether it's somebody that's even in like PC gaming or, um, streaming, uh, my whole setup is, well, my PC alone is worth around, well, especially now, <laughs> uh, it's worth around eight or nine grand. I got a. <laughs> and I, and I assume I assume that's um hold on 
<laughs> okay, so we're talking <laughs> potentially nearing on 10,000 USD. Yeah, yeah. Assuming yeah. the conversion seems to be correct, which it looks like it is. I'd, uh, I should, sorry, no, I'd so, so, probably say seven. I'd say seven, sorry. Seven. Okay, so... I think I overestimated it. Fair enough. So seven, seven grand, or seven euro, seven thousand euro, which 7, is... pounds, seven thousand pounds. Seven thousand. Okay, I don't understand. I don't understand conversions. I have to do a lot of conversions from uh, uh, GBP to USD, and it always is very confusing. Yeah, I always do that. I always do. <laughs> but even then, I guess uh, inflation's weird. So around just close to 9,000 US dollars. Yeah, give or take. Like eight... Yeah, like, yeah. So it's around seven, uh, eight thousand seven hundred US yeah, dollars, my, or eight thousand eight hundred. Close. My God, that's that's my PC setup. Yeah. Okay. Um, as all, a lot of people are like, why do you spend so much? It's a workhorse PC. It's not just for streaming and gaming. I, as much as sometimes streams, they can, they do, they sometimes do require a powerful PC. Yeah. Unless you have a dual PC setup. I also do uh, some cases of 3D modeling, uh, uh, which is, it's because I'm an engineer, I used to do a lot of 3D modeling when I was in college, and it's something that um, I used to do a lot outside of college. I've, I recently picked it back up about, I'd say about six months ago, trying to relearn it all properly, uh, get my head around the program again. Yeah. And it's it's something that I was like, I want the power so that I can make a full model in there. My PC's like, this is good. Yeah, you can like, do this. this. Yeah, yeah. So, damn. Okay. That's the uh, yeah. That that's just the PC alone. <laughs> um, all of people like as I said, like uh, when we preface this, um, obviously my stream deck's worth around four. I don't know what a thirty-two button stream deck costs there. But I've got a 32-button stream deck. I've got a custom keyboard, uh, three, uh, 27-inch 144Hz monitors. How big is your fucking all the desk, same. dude? What the hell? <laughs> like, well, two two of them are horizontal. Uh, sorry, uh, horizontal. Yeah, yeah, two of them are horizontal, and one of them's vertical. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I I used to have them all fucking uh, landscape, so that I could play game like. For some reason, I don't know why, but I used to play games like Witcher 3, like really big solo games that I could get my head into, like Witcher 3, Skyrim, games like that, that I'm, I'm massive on. Yeah. Uh, and I used to play them across all three monitors. That just seems inefficient. Just, I it, it is, but for some reason, I loved it, and I don't know why, because it's it looks weird on each monitor. If you just look at one of the side monitors, it looks so fucking weird because it's zoomed in. Yeah, because it's supposed to do your your actual peripheral. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it actually mimics peripheral vision. Um, and then I was like, I'm starting streaming, so I turn one of them vertical for a chat monitor. That's what that. That's, if you ever see me reading chat, I'm always looking this side because that's where my chat is. Oh yeah, that's fair. Enough. It's on a vertical monitor right there. Yeah. Okay. Actually, weirdly so enough, I, I that's something I have noticed before. Yeah, I've got um. That and then there's yeah obviously the camera as well which I think I prefaced as well it's a uh six hundred pound camera which I probably say is around eight hundred dollars yeah give or take alone which yeah that's uh, a lot of people look in on my stream on my stream setup and go it's why do you, why did you spend so much and go my 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 whole process of it is I'd rather buy something 
I know is going to last. Yeah. I'd rather spend the money now and get the expensive good version of it than have a cheap version and it breaks in six months and I have to replace it. And then you end up spending more because of the amount of times you have to do that. Yeah. So, I, I yeah. So, I was like, for example, I bought the 32-button stream deck because I know I'm going to need them. Yeah. Instead of me having to get one of the 15 buttons and then, or 16 buttons and then another one of the 16 buttons and then another one of the 10 buttons. It's it's just it's just inefficient. I may as well have one thirty two for now. Like that's yeah. I, I saw. I was like, eh, I'll I'll get that. The only thing that is cheap is my lighting setup because it's just two ring lights that we got from uh, a superstar here. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> and that's that's all it is. It's two ring lights. Everything else though is pretty expensive. I spent a lot of money in this setup. Yeah, but it's my passion. Like PCs and uh, peripherals and stuff like that. That's my passion. I love working on a PC. I love stripping, uh, except when it's my own and I know it's broken. <laughs> if I if I know my PC is broken, and I have to strip the bastard down. I hate it. This sucks. If it's yeah, if it's fine and I'm adding a new part to it, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm yeah. making it better. <laughs> so yeah, it's like when we had to do because it's full. The CPU is full liquid water cooled. Uh, the GPU isn't just yet because uh, I'm getting a new GPU this week. So yeah. Uh, so by the so, time this this episode releases, it will probably be like an extra what? How much? <laughs> or were uh, you including that into the cost? I, I was including that. I was including okay. It because I've <laughs> uh, yeah, I was including that because uh, I'm I've got a 3080 coming uh, this week. Yeah. Because I'm still stuck on a 1080 Ti, all right. <laughs> it needs upgrading, and it's it's dying. It's 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 the only ghetto part of my fucking cell. <laughs> like I I I launch my PC, and every one of my monitors is start flickering about because it, it, the graphics card needs to warm up before it's like, yes, you have three. <laughs> you're like, Phew. you're like, all right, I gotta prepare for ten minutes for fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah, basically, my computer has to warm up for about ten minutes before I start. So it's it's the only ghetto part about my PC, so yeah, no, that's fair. So I always go expensive, and it's cheaper down the line. That's one thing I've always known that I'm good with with money. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um, I have I kind of have that philosophy, but for other things, like I I did have that philosophy with my computer, like the last one that I had, I bought from a guy off of off the internet because I just needed something better than what I had. So like, I literally have all three of the PCs that I used to have in my room. Cause I, because this one in the, in the corner is like the regular Dell desktop type thing that you would get, that you would see at like an office job, but like a little bit more yeah. powerful. Uh, and that was like 300 bucks. Probably. I don't even know how I managed to get something like that. And then I bought another computer off of a guy and this shit was like six or 700 bucks. Uh, and it's back here. You can kind of see it when my hand flickers over it. It's like down here. Yeah. Um, and then eventually I, I was like, I can't keep using this because I need to edit videos with a better uh, program. So I needed to get a new computer. And so then I just bumped and I was like, all right, I'm spending 1800 and just got the whole thing. And so far it's done me well. Fucking, yeah. Tell me about it. Like even it's more down to my GPU at the moment, but even DaVinci Resolve for editing for me right now, if I had too many effects, the whole video starts going, uh, 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 we cannot like, handle like, this stuttering. <laughs> yeah, it's like I got it's it's my graphics card. I know it is. Yeah, because my CPU is well, it's it's not top of the line anymore. But it was when I got it. It's the fifty nine fifty X, the Ryzen nine fifty nine fifty X. Oh yeah 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 okay. 
Yeah, so it's like a 16 core for 32 thread CPU. And it, it, it was the best of the best when I got it, which was about a year ago. So, yeah. You can, the funny thing is, you mentioned about old PCs. My old PC's down there as well. Oh, the one that Perry the Platypus is sitting on top of? Yeah, it's, it's literally <laughs> sat on that. Yeah. That's my old PC. It still has all the components in it except the graphics card because I ripped the graphics card out and put it in this PC now. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why that graphics card's dying. Yeah, because <laughs> it's been it's been a few years. It's I've had it for about seven years. That graphics card it it, it deserves a death now. Yeah, that'll can, do it. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it can have a dignified death now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's totally fair. Um, so this question is also one. Well, okay. So the way that it's phrased would seem to imply that it's primarily a streaming question, but I guess it does technically apply to both. I had the intention of it to apply to both, but um, w- doing any kind of collaboration with any person, whether it's a friend, whether it's just like a quote unquote business partner, if you want to call them that or whatever, like, what does that look like for you? Like what processes did you go, like, would you go through? What do you typically do? What kind of communication are you having with them? Um, normally it's, it depends on the person. If I'm really close friends with them, like for collaboration stuff, uh, like for more so I like streaming, it's a, a message saying, I prick we're playing tonight. And they just and they, just, and they don't even say okay. They give you like, they give you the th- yes. they give you the thumbs up react yeah. on your message. You're like basically, basically yeah. <laughs> if if I'm really really close to someone, it's a case of I'll just DM them like a few hours before we we're, we're due to get on and go. Hey, want to play this tonight? And I'll be like, yeah, sure, let's go. Like, and I'm sick. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I I I almost did it with light today. I was I messaged light today like. Oh, do you want to play Civ tonight? I'm fucking, I'm so hyped for playing it. And then I was like, about an hour later, I was like, shit, I couldn't fucking podcast. You're like, I'm busy. My, yeah, shit. (laughs) So I messaged him like, I'm so sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry. Because my my bra- I've had a lot happen over over the weekend, uh, so my brain just sort of went everything out. We need to focus on these things yeah, right now. That's fair. Um. So yeah, I messaged like like shit. I'm so sorry. I have a I have an appointment tonight. I can't do it. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> you sound like me when I was like a few, like a few months ago. I don't want to go back to the tattoos things for too long, but the last the last one that I got, this one right here, uh, I was getting it on a Friday, and it was at like it was I had to be there at like five o'clock. I think no hell, I had to be there at three o'clock, and I don't get off work until five, and so. At like two forty five, I was talking with my coworker, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'll see you later." He's like, "Oh, where are you going?" I was like, "I have an appointment." <laughs> I come back you on know, Monday. You know. I come back on Monday and he's like, What's up, bro? And I'm like, Oh, nothing. I just like. <laughs> I, I've done the exact same thing. But the thing is, for me, I couldn't pass it off as like, because I, I, my work really didn't want me leaving early. Yeah. Um, I was like, Yeah, I, I got to go. I got an appointment. And they were like, Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you can go. I came back two days later and they just saw a fucking hand tattoo. I was like, yeah, it's not really the best way to hide. I, I probably shouldn't have said appointment. I should have said like a, a meeting or something like that. Yeah, it's like and, at some point it's like, what do, I, what do I call that? It's not incriminating yeah. if they find out. <laughs> it, it was incriminating, but luckily the my supervisor at the time, he was like, ah, it's pretty sick. I'll let you off this time. <laughs> so I was like, yes. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> stupid. I love that. <laughs> But, so fucking funny though. 
So let's see here. I have only three more questions. Uh, well, I technically have four. One of them is a follow-up, and honestly, there's a chance that they might not even correlate with each other. Uh, well, actually, no, three of these are connected, and they may not even correlate with each other. That's whatever. So uh, I don't – because I remember we were talking for like two hours one night about all of this stuff just miscellaneously. And I don't know if I ever yeah. I don't know if I ever got any information in regards to why you stopped drumming in the first place or like why you stopped doing it as often. Um so it was after I left high school I still I did have a drum kit at home because I did get one for Christmas yeah. uh during my second year of drumming. Uh I got one for Christmas my parents weren't happy about giving it to me but they gave it to me because <laughs> obviously it's loud as shit. Yeah. It was in the garage so even if it was like even if it was December and it was like minus eight outside, which is freezing for me, like minus eight Celsius. Yeah. Um, they were like, because we do it right over here, you know? <laughs> you're, I was going to say you're probably right. No, I think you are right, but I'm too dumb to understand the metric system. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. But- <laughs> no, um, even if it was minus eight, I was playing them drums. Even if it was like uh, 30. Uh, 32 degrees hot outside i was playing them drums yeah but the the issue because it was in the garage uh it sort of just rusted over time yeah. and the skin started to sort of i couldn't get them all replaced and stuff yeah. um so it just sort of started falling apart so we just sort of binned it and i never really had the money to get one i always said if i got a drum kit i would go for a proper drum kit again yeah because it was always it was never electrical drums that i played yeah because those are the kind although of yeah Although now I see some of the more modern ones, I'm like, oh, that looks good. Yeah. And because I live in like a a, a crowded area, it w- I would be like, I don't have a garage where I'm at now uh, or where we plan to in the future. I don't have a garage or where I can uh, sort of isolate everything. Um, it'd be a case of I get an electric drum kit. Yeah, exactly. And plus then it's easier to hook up to stream and I could play on stream and stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, which would be, which would be fucking dope yeah that'd be it's a lot easier to hook up to stream without having a mic for each different fucking drum <laughs> yeah then that just increases your expenses by a lot more yeah <laughs> yeah a lot yeah. so that was actually so... that was actually well that wasn't inherently the follow-up question but it was the one after the follow-up question which is would you ever consider picking it back up like what circumstances would you have to be in to decide okay i'm gonna spend the money and go do it again um I would love to pick my home. Any any time I any any time I get the money to pick up a drum kit, like, it's just like having passive income or like I have the space because right now I'm in like a tiny fucking office space <laughs> that I I delegated as my office for streaming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I would pick it back up in a heartbeat. It's it, it was something that I loved doing, even if I got to a point of I would struggle to play again because of i would say rustiness <laughs> uh i would i would pick it back up instantly it's a it's a fun it's a fun hobby yeah but my issue probably would be space and uh i'd probably say i'd, I'd need the passive income to get it because they're not cheap oh yeah no absolutely not even electric drums aren't cheap like i i looked at a set and it was like a thousand pounds for me which is yeah like, I, I would do it though i would but I'd also need another camera setup as well for the drum kit. Yeah, which in general seems like the thing we're waiting for is a, is a potential um, a couple of increase or upgrades within your streaming space in the first place. That's kind of the, like, the starting point. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'd also I'd need room to sort of tuck it back a little bit, and then I can use the space for VR as well. Oh, so it's not yeah. getting in the way of VR and other stuff. So I'd need like a decent space for streaming. Yeah, or like and a, drumming, or like um, more space within your within your delegated office space, but then potentially yeah, yeah, yeah. more space elsewhere to be able to move things around as necessary. Yeah, yeah. Because my my PC, I, I, don't get me wrong, I would move my PC around a little bit if I could, if I uh, like say take it into the, the living room and do VR in there. But my PC weighs around fucking fifty kilos. I don't know how many pounds. I, um, it, it's a heavy PC. Like, um, it's a, according like to one hundred and ten pounds. Yeah. <laughs> And that it's seems a, it's a hundred. that seems like one hefty like one hefty investment to move it around for yeah. one stream. Yeah. <laughs> you you can imagine if I have to take it all the way downstairs outside into a car to take it to my mate's house to strip it apart and clean it. Oh fuck. <laughs> Bearing in mind it's a full glass PC. Like it's a it's a super tower. Oh, so it's not okay. like uh, seeing, I don't know if you've ever seen the Corsair 1000D. I'll let you Google that one. It's a chunky it's boy. A, that's a, you, this is a fucking tank. Yeah, that's that's my PC case. It's a yeah, it's a chunky boy, <laughs> and there's not really much to grip on either on the second side. Yeah, you so really the, the cable like management side. There's nothing to grip. Oh no. So you you kind of have to like lift it up like your bench press or like fucking like um, curling it. Yeah, like you're curly. You have to sort of curl it up and then freaking lift it like that. It's it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, goodness, yeah. It's, uh, it, that's that's totally reasonable though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm more than more than happy to yeah. pick up drumming again. It's a it's a passion that I, I I genuinely love and I still love to this day. Yeah. So so ultimately, once he can get past all of these things, get a new camera set up, be able to have more space, and have his computer not need to be moved the fuck around everywhere, it's over for these hosts. <laughs> what do you mean it's over for these hosts? I don't know. I, that's the thing that I've been saying a lot in people's chats because I just think the meme is funny. Because the one that I see is like, is like once I get better mental health and actually get a job and be able to start driving, get my driver's license back, and st- and like all like this long list of things. It's like once I do all of these things, it's over for you, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me when I crack my knuckles and jump into an Overwatch game. Uh, it's over for these hoes. <laughs> like I fixed my posture. Dead. <laughs> yeah. The flicks are on point today. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, that the the would you consider putting it up on stream if you got back into it? That was the last question that I had, and you were like, yes, yes. So th- in a in a heartbeat, I'd love to do it on stream. It's. I'd make it redeem, or if I was like, if I heard, if like a song came on during the background, I was like, ooh, this sounds good. Just like stream deck over to the drum kit, go into the drum kit, like, stop fucking <laughs> trying to play it, like, get, away, get on with it. <laughs> yeah, give me one second, guys. And fucking pans over to the drum kit. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's, let's give this a go. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> dope as hell. So, yeah, I do have plans for it, but it's money and uh, space. space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is totally fair. That's like the two biggest things that people have to deal with when it comes to upgrading like anything. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. But sooner, s- soon enough, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, 
So then the last question, which might not actually be a question because you might not have anything, is uh, are there any other, other details or any other pieces of information you think people should hear that you wanted to give people that wasn't already covered here? Um, I, w- I wouldn't really say so, no. Um, other than apparently people sound cracked to Overwatch. <laughs> That's the only other thing that apparently people seem to tell me. I don't, I don't get it, but... I generally don't. People say it all the time. I just, I find it funny and laugh it off like, <laughs> no. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> That's my really innate reaction. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, All right, cool then. Well, that's that's kind of a wrap. That's everything. You're a natural at this, by the way. Um, <laughs> but to be, I guess... I'm a <laughs> I guess I, I guess exactly what you expected was going to happen was is what happened, which is kind of like the whole point, which is perfect. Luckily, nobody has had hard enough stage fright that it stopped them from being able to kind of like loosen up and like make. For I guess like content. with with streaming, you kind of get used to it. Yeah, you kind of get used to like trying to fill in uh, silences and other stuff like that, which I still struggle with on a stream. Um, but in this sort of scenario where I'm talking to so this is why I like to play with people. Yeah. I, I, I don't really like to solo stream too much, um, because I, I struggle with trying to fill, uh, silences. Um, cause my chat's not exactly fucking popping a lot of the time. So I'm like, I'm, I constantly, <laughs> I'm constantly checking it and trying to fill in the void, like trying to talk about stuff. Yeah. And it, it can be quite difficult to make stuff up on the spot. But in this sort of situation, uh, with, other, with with like us talking about things, bouncing off each other, and it's it's a lot easier. Uh, and that's I, personally, I prefer like playing multiplayer games, like like Overwatch and even CS or any anything that's multiplayer, basically. Yeah, exactly. No, that's totally reasonable. So, um, you've mentioned a lot of your streaming stuff. So I'm gonna tur- I'm gonna turn the the what's the fucking word? I'm just gonna turn the time over to you to to advertise anything you need to advertise that i can link for people to go look at uh there's this only really one that i really advertise and that is my twitch um you want me to plug the fucking link and everything or what i mean <laughs> i don't know how go you check it. them out on the on their twitch god damn it um <laughs> the link will be will be in the description yeah it's it's really the only thing that i Advertise as Twitch. Um, I'm currently working on a few things with my my brother uh, to try get TikTok going. Yeah. Because uh, my 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 little brother's um, uh, is a marketing and business guy from uni, so he's helping me market myself and uh, get myself out there a bit more. So he's helping me out with that. He wants to see me do well in streaming, and he wants to see me. Uh, do my dream job, so it's helping me out with it. So yeah. the only other things I could advertise is TikTok, which again is just normal. It's just Chikara. Ch- everything for me is Chikara plays. Um, so it's that's the only like like Twitter as well is something I could advertise because I try to post on Twitter. I'm not very good at it yet because I'm not a big social person, but I'm trying to get on there. Yeah, in my estimation, Twitter also seems to be the hardest to to keep up with. I don't know what it is. Like I'm on every social media platform, and Twitter's the one where I'm like, I I I suck at it. <laughs> so I totally understand. Well, I I saw someone say about Twitter like, like to keep constantly keep active and keep people interested. You gotta you gotta post something like I think it's like. Uh, anything from seven to ten tweets a day. I'm like, 
I don't even think that many times a day. You expect me to post a tweet that many times? Yeah, no. See, so here's the business plan, right? So you multipurpose every one of your thoughts to be three tweets per thought. And then you'll hit the threshold every day. <laughs> God damn it. That's a bit that's a thing that I'm a big proponent of is is uh multipurposing all of your content even if it means multipurposing your your three thoughts throughout the day and turning it into that's, three tweets. That is something my brother said about like uh, making a TikTok. You could have it on YouTube Shorts, Facebook, uh like uh, post it on the like the Facebook Shorts thing, Instagram Reels, you can do it like that. So you can repurpose it everywhere. A TikTok you can repurpose everywhere because it's in the perfect format. Yeah, including one pops off, and the other doesn't. Including re-uploading it to TikTok again because there's like, a, there's whole there's there's people <laughs> who say that like you can upload the same thing multiple times over the span of a couple of months, and it will just continue to do better. And like, algorithms That's are confusing. So I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get algorithms. Yeah, but my brain no. doesn't compute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, either way, Chikara plays is the name for everything that he's on. And if you can't find him on something, when you look up his name, it's probably because he's not on there. Um, and truthfully, the same thing kind of applies to me because if you search up DJ cereal sauce on everything with spaces between them or underscores between them, you will find me. And if you don't, I don't exist on that platform. And if you try and find me on Twitter, I am so sorry because Twitter is a bad, um, but yeah, once again, that's a wrap. I want to thank you for coming on again, because I cannot, I cannot exhaustively thank people enough for coming on here. And, uh, man, normally I'm better at this where I have, I have a funny way to like end these off and I can't think of anything this time. So I'm going to just, I'm just going to give up.